On today's Locked On Texans podcast, big interviews for Bobby Slorka, Gerard Johnson. How does that impact the Houston Texans? And what are some of the bigger changes the Texans should be afraid of? You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Lockdown Texans fans, listeners, and viewers across the nation to this Thursday episode of the Lockdown Texans podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, if this is your first time listening or watching the Lockdown Texans podcast, thank you for stopping by. Be sure to subscribe, like, and comment uh, on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And thank you to all of our returning listeners coming back. To listen and watch as Cody and I continue to talk Texans here on this Thursday. Normally, it would have been a crossover Thursday, mm, but for the first pain. time in a long time. Pain, but it's okay, Texans though. We're not playing this weekend, so we are not doing a crossover. <laughs> We're just continuing to talk Texans here. Um, on the show, I'm your Texas football analyst, so John, some sports guy, Hickman. On the other side of the screen, as always, Sports Illustrated's own credential media member, Cody Davis. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Guys, today we're looking at, we're going to highlight Will Anderson Jr. Mm. He was named to the 2024 Pro Bowl. Big changes the Texans should be afraid of. We kick it off with interviews for Bobby Slork and Gerard Johnson. Before we talk about that, I do want to mention that the Texans will not be bringing back defensive line coach Cesar, Coach Cesar. Um, and, and that's crazy. I thought he'd be back. But Rod Wright, who the Houston Texans brought in last season, will probably take over for Coach Cesar. Cody, we talked about Coach Rod White when he got hired last July, mm. and, and that's what I mentioned, how Coach Wright has come into every program he's been in, and that group has excelled. I don't know if you remember that episode. That was the July 3rd episode, and we talked about him. He's excelled in every place he's been in as a defensive line coach or coach in general, and as you know, the Texans broke their regular season record for sacks this year. So, you know, assuming he's going to just step up, was brought in last year, one of the D'Amico Ryan's hires. So I'm assuming he'll just take over as a full-time defensive line coach, not be the assistant coach for the D-line. Now, Cody, mm-hmm. Bobby Schluck and Gerard Johnson, interviews man. for both of those young men. Let's talk about it. Hey, you know, this is part of the – you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna say downfall because look, this is what you want to see from 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 a franchise, your franchise, for it being good. I understand that a lot of us, you know, came to love the work that Gerard Johnson has done. I understand that a lot of us had came to love, even though he has had his moments, love and respected the work that Bobby Slower has done. However, John, uh, once the Texans started to 
change up their season, change up their, their program. And then now is definitely trending in a positive direction. Um, this is what, this is part of what we're going to have to deal with moving forward. Um, coordinators coming in and out of NRG stadium, but for a good reason, this time, it's not going to be like last time, but they got fired. No, they're going to be moving on to bigger and better things. And right now, man, it seems like Bobby Slug is one of the hottest names in the head coaching searches and Gerard Johnson, who a lot of people, including you and I, thought without a shadow of a doubt that Gerard Johnson would definitely just step in and be this team offensive coordinator if Bobby Sloyd leaves. He is one of the top names on the market in terms of coordinators for Gerard Johnson. He's a serious candidate for the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a very important one because him and Nick Sirianni uh, spent time together with the Indianapolis Colts. So that is a big one right there. Then you have Bobby Sloyd. Um, right now, it seems like his head coaching job is going to either be between the Atlanta Falcons and the Washington Commanders. Both of those teams have brought him in for a second interview. By the way, I love what the, what the Atlanta Falcons are doing with their head coaching searches because Bobby Sloyd is, I believe, the third candidate to have a second mm -hmm. interview. We all know that second interviews means that you basically got the job. However, Bill Belichick and John Harbaugh also both had um, second interviews, but they still um, kept John the search going. going. To, he's going to the Chargers, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so John is going to the Chargers. Tough. <laughs> Man, the AFC, you know, AFC is starting to look like the Western Conference back in the 2000s when you didn't know oh, who man. was coming out. But, oh, um, but you know, you I think we really got to start looking at the possibility of the Houston Texans, um, you know, losing if not just one of one of their primary quarterback offensive coordinator you know guys possibly both and like i say you know it's bad when you start looking at like the, the relationships and everything that they develop but at the same time this is basically what you want to see by the way this is another reason why coach D'Amico rise should be in the running for coach of the year and should win it why maybe another coach that's going to have a coaching tree within his first season hmm I don't know if D'Amico is uh, I think we're a little way away from there. But Bobby and Gerard, they the first ones. Well, you know, slow it came from Shanahan. And Johnson's been in the league for a while, running away for a while. You're right. You're right. Um, and I don't know if Johnson would be under – because he spent some time in Minnesota, didn't mm -hmm. he? Yeah, um, during that time, uh, he spent it working with Kirk Cousins. That's yeah, really what really put him on the map. Because Kirk yeah. ended up having one of his better seasons working alongside Gerard Johnson, and Kirk even talked about that. The Cleveland Browns actually also um, had an interview with uh, Gerard Johnson for mm -hmm. their offensive coordinator a vacancy. And uh, normally we will look at how this impacted Texans, and, and we will, but I, I definitely want to highlight how this impacts the, the men themselves, right? I think for mm -hmm. Gerard Johnson, this is his first real step uh, of being a head coach, right? You know, the coordinators, normally you're a coordinator first, you're a high shot, young coordinator in the NFL. Mm. That's the trend now. And then uh, once a head coaching job becomes available, now people are looking around the league and trying to figure out who's the next high shot that we can bring in, i.e. Bobby Slork, who I also want to highlight and say that you know, you definitely don't want to see him go to a bad situation, hmm. but it looks like for Bobby, the situations that he is entertaining are 
the better ones in the NFL. You look at the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to Atlanta, the number eight overall pick. They just um, need a quarterback, honestly. I just need a quarterback. And 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 and, and you got Kyle Pitts an offensive weapon, Bijan offensive weapon, Drake London, who's a, a decent mm-hmm. guy, but I think he's also in the same boat as Nico Collins. Just need a quarterback to get the ball to him consistently. And then we'll see what he can, he's able to do in his third year. So I, I want to give flowers to those young men simply because I'm calling them young men, but to, to Bobby and to Coach Gerard Johnson because it's good to see them have opportunities to expand uh, their life, their family, their career, and get to the next level. And then how does that impact the Houston Texans? Well, for me, Cody, that falls into the bigger changes the Texans should be afraid mm-hmm. of. Me so too. <laughs> I, I'll save that for the upcoming segment because – Houston does not, like you said, they don't want to lose both one offseason. Now, that is where it gets scary. Passion, drive, patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. Uh, and what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to the peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. You have the eBay guarantee fit your part. It's guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back in. Locked on texting listeners and viewers. Thank you for uh, still listening and watching as Cody and I talk about the bigger changes Texans and Texan fans should be afraid of this offseason. And I, I think we're going to be right on the, on, on the same page with this. Mm. And I, I don't know how long I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Houston does not want to see both Bobby and Coach Johnson mm-hmm. leave any same offseason. And I think what's was was tricky right now, neither one of them has left yet. Mm-hmm. And the, there's a bigger probability that Bobby Slurk leaves. I mean, you don't want to pass up a chance to be a head coach, right? Unless you're, you're you know, unless it's a terrible situation and you want to wait. You don't want to pass up that head coaching opportunity, but he has some good opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. Now, so does Gerard Johnson. And if, if I'm Houston, internally, I'm having a conversation. Uh, if I'm Nick, if I'm D'Amico, I'm saying, hey, look, all right, listen, guys, Bobby, are you leaving? You leaving? Okay. Thank you. We appreciate it. Go do great things wherever you're going. Hopefully, it's in the NFC. <laughs> Draw it. Blank check. What do you want? Here, write it down. This is what you want to stay. We're going to keep you to stay because that is taking away two very great life sources from your quarterback. Now, as great of a rookie season C.J. Stroud had, right, and as great of a quarterback we all presume he'll be, 
you don't want to rob him of some of his resources too early. Guys, internally, I've been told several times uh, off the record how great Rod Johnson has been for CJ as a quarterback mm. coach, as a guy, you know, two young African-Americans, as a guy that's been relatable to him on so many different levels, whether it's playing-wise, whether it's off-the-field-wise, uh, just being able to relate to the young man while being able to coach him up at the same time. And so I think for Houston, it comes down to this. We need you. We understand if more opportunities come, because they will. If you attach your name to a great quarterback, you're going to always have a job. But we need you. Bobby is leaving. Yes, we have Bill Lazor, who, by the way, I think we need to look at, uh, before I pass it over, I think we need to look at, we got some. We still got guys on his coaching staff that has been successful in the NFL, right? When Bill Lazor took over play calling for Chicago a couple of years ago, uh, they went on like a six-game winning, uh, not winning streak, but a six-game streak and put on thirty points. Mm-hmm. That was some of the best football Miss Trubisky had played in his career. Shane Day is also another guy came over and has helped uh, another previous former great uh, quarterback in the NFL, young coach. I mean, a young co- quarterback mm-hmm. over in L.A. with the Chargers. And so they got guys here on the coaching staff. But you're looking at two guys who has directly, directly impacted C.J. Mm. Stroud. You cannot lose both of them in one offseason. And to prove your point and my point even more, this is what C.J. had to say about how much Bobby Sloyd and Gerard Johnson has helped him throughout his rookie season. Yeah, Gerard. Um, I've known Gerard since I was 16. Um I was uh, in the Elite 11 uh, with him. He was my quarterback coach there. And one thing, man, I can say about Gerard, man, is like when you talk about someone who knows how to play the uh, position of quarterback and knows how to relay something, um, but also just a great person, man, a, a guy who who um, loves uh, football. He loves Houston. He loves Texas. Um, he loves his family. He's a great family man. Um, and somebody who's taught me just a, a tremendous uh, a, a, a tremendous amount of information. But on top of that, man, put a lot of confidence into me as well. Like when I was 16 at Elite 11, we did like this little like circle group. It was like all the quarterbacks in my group. And Gerard's one thing for me was like be confident because at that time, like I wasn't really the highest recruit. I wasn't uh, who, I, who I will become, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I always knew that it would be a possibility, but I didn't I didn't hear it out like those type of – the drive I looked up to, like he played at Texas A&M, I knew that, um, and stuff like that. And when he was like, man, you need to be more confident. like, And it was just like – it changed my life, you know what I'm saying? And from there, like fast forward, I'm here with him my rookie year. Um, it's been just a, a blessing to work with him. And I'm whatever happens, man, I'm excited for him, and he deserves everything that's coming for him. And um, I'm super blessed to be able to work with him. And Bobby, um, somebody who when I came in, man, I knew that – um, he was gonna uh, push me hard. He was gonna be hard on me. He was. He held me at a standard all year. Held me accountable. Because I mean, a lot of times, man, when you're playing good ball, um, guys, they they kind of like let you do what you do and like leave you alone. Uh, but Bobby, man, he was always on me about like the little details um, in my position. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciated that. You know, because you don't always get that. And he always just was hard on me, uh, but also showed me a lot of love, man. A ton of love, very knowledgeable, um, can really dice dice the defense up, uh, puts a lot of trust in his players, um, and really just never got away from what he what he knows. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like um, tailored his his coaching to like what was here at the Texans, but he did what was at the core of his heart, and I could appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And um, but whatever happens with those guys, uh, they deserve whatever whatever um, 
uh, whatever's coming to them. And I've been, uh, it's been a blessing working with them. But if they come back, that'd be cool too. <laughs> well, since you and CJ, you know, talked about the importance of what Bobby Sloy and Gerard Johnson has meant um, to him. <laughs> they were together since 16, man. Oh, yeah, you know. Uh, you can look, look. I'm about, about to flex a little bit. I already knew that because I'm working on a little CJ Stroud project. Talk to Gerard Johnson one on one. That's something he told me, you know, a couple of weeks back. But you know, but since you guys already talked about the important Bobby Sloyd and Gerard Johnson already, you know, had on CJ and on this team, man, my biggest thing is what can you do and how are you going to replace them? And I know when people say that, it's like, okay, it's just the offensive coordinator. It's just a quarterback coach. You already know you have one of, if not the best up-and-coming quarterback in this league in C.J. Stroud. Um, you already have one of, if not the best up-and-coming coach, head coach in this league and Coach D'Amico Ryan. This team is talented on both sides of the ball. You know, it's one of them situations where a lot of people might look at this and say to themselves, does it really matter who steps into that role as long as they qualify, as long as they have some type of knowledge of the situation and the players that they're working with? While that is true, it's still going to be very important for the Houston Texans to do their due diligence and see how are they going to replace, if not just Bobby Sloyd, Bobby Sloyd and Gerard Johnson. And all you have to do is go and take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles. Look what it were this time last year. Getting ready for the NFC Championship game, a game that they will win, move on to the Super Bowl, and if not for a couple missed passes and missed opportunities, they probably would have won another Super Bowl for this what second time since 2017, if I'm not mistaken. And what happened in the offseason? You end up losing your offensive coordinator in Shane Steichen to the Indianapolis Colts. You end up losing your D.C. to the Arizona Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon. You elevate two guys. Your offensive coordinator, you fired him midway through the season. And your defensive coordinator, you literally fired him at the end of this past season. And you and the Eagles did not come close to meeting the high expectations that we thought they was going to get. John, I don't know about you, but even when the Eagles were 91-10-1, I'm still looking at the team like, man, something isn't really clicking. They don't look mm -hmm. as dominant as they looked as the year before. And the biggest change that I saw from afar was the fact that they lost not one, but two very important coordinators on that team. And I look at the Houston Texans and John, I agree with you, maybe behind closed doors. And of course, they can't come out and say that they yeah, are talking to other candidates because as of right now, both Bobby Johnson and Gerard Johnson, Bobby Johnson, Bobby Sloy and Gerard <laughs> Johnson are still, you know, under contract and stuff. And if the season was to start like today, both of those guys would still be on the field for the Houston Texans. However, I agree with you. Whole private meetings to see, okay, are you staying? Are you not staying? And if, and if not, they're going to have to come up with a contingency plan to see who is going to fill those shoes. And, and you know, I think we got a little time. I, I just think a lot of people are looking, and, and, I, and I know Nick Casario and I know D'Amico, they're working hard on making sure that they have all the tools that they need for this office. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, I'm seeing a lot of people look outside of the organization. And again, I'm thinking to myself, well, if you want somebody that has impacted, you know, uh, a, a young quarterback, you still got Shane Day right here on the roster, on the coaching staff, excuse me. Uh, and you look at what Shane Day has done in the NFL just recently, 15 years in the league, uh, helped develop Justin Herbert, who was named as a pro bowler uh, in his first year under Day, I think in, in the end of the 2022 campaign. 
Herbert completed over 1,300 passes, which is the most in NFL history through a player's first three seasons. Uh, you know, he helped the Chargers offense be one of the best offenses in the NFL, right? He has a proven track record that he can help a quarterback and also Bill Lazor. So they are the Shanahan tree that everybody has fell in love with, mm-hmm. falling in love with in the NFL. Shanahan, Shanahan, Shanahan. And by the way, when was the last time Shanahan got one or something? I think it was Sean McVay. Has, you know, he he, he rests the bed when the game is on the line. We've seen inconsistencies from Bobby Slork. But in fairness to Bobby, this is his first year as a play caller. And I think that he will continue to get better, which is a, a big reason why I want to see both Bobby and Coach Johnson come back. Give yourselves time so when you do go out, you're the best out there on the market. But Houston does have a couple of guys internally that they may feel can step in and take over and, and do well with play calling. And they've had a year or two to kind of sit back and not have to call plays to, to do things from a, you know, from a different perspective, to get back to the coaching, two former offensive coordinators. Now they was in an offensive assistant role. So now that's you guys, we can help coordinate the game. Don't necessarily have to call the plays. And so uh, don't be in a rush to look outside the organization right now. This is also a Texans team that has done a lot of things and those things have been kept internal. So mm-hmm. you know, that's the trend and theme of this of this franchise. Well, what I so will lose both of those guys in the same offseason. That would be a very uh unfortunate. Well, look, sometimes keeping it internal doesn't work out either. I.e. the Philadelphia Eagles. Shane Steichen move on to the Indianapolis coast. They elevate Brian Johnson from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator. And look where they are now. Sometimes keeping it internal can either lead to a baby shower or a Super Bowl. And for you, it led to a baby shower. <laughs> to a baby shower. <laughs> but Will Anderson Jr. <laughs> that trade led Will Anderson to be named the 2024 Bowl Bowler. We know the Texan season is over, uh, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, if you are a new customer, FanDuel got something for you. Get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, make a parlay in the parlay hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and much more. So, to my parlay partners out there and the parlay princesses, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a walk-in TD. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans. Really quick, before moving on, I do want to um, add this in. Um, we talk about the big changes that the Houston Texans should be afraid of. Of course, we're just looking at the coaching staff. Um, I do believe that Zier, the loss of him, uh, might impact that team on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, John, I remember a couple of weeks ago, um, I did an article on SI about you know the improvements that the Texans have made with their run defense. and from Coach D'Amico Ryans, Matt Burke, several players, a lot of them gave credit to 
jocks his ear because like coach Miko Ryan's always says it starts up front with your defensive line and I think jocks has just done a tremendous job here during this time here um with the Houston Texans and look I don't think it's going to be like a big impact type loss but I but I do believe that the loss of him might impact this team in one way or another but it's going to be one of those small impacts it's not going to be nothing major however when you take a look at that defensive line hmm. You can't go without talking about the emergence of Will Anderson Jr., who has been named to the 2024 Pro Bowl games in Orlando, Florida. We might as well say the first of many mm-hmm. throughout his career. He oh, was named. Um, he he was named yesterday afternoon due to the injury to Max Crosby. Um, he just finished up having, I believe, um, offseason knee surgery. So, of course, uh, Will Anderson Jr. was a replacement. But at the end of the day, man, to make the Pro Bowl in your rookie year, I believe he is the third player in franchise history to achieve that feat. Um, it, it says a lot about his future in this league, especially for this team. I love it for Will Anderson Jr., but I also thought maybe John Grenard was a little bit more deserving to be uh, to be the Pro Bowl. Oh, you think so? Will Anderson got in over Max Crosby, who was having mm-hmm. an offseason surgery, mm-hmm. speed recovery, Mad Max. I, hey, listen, he's actually one of my favorite players I love watching. Like, when I can cut the TV off and I ain't got to watch the Texans or the Patriots, if I could catch some of the Raiders – game and just get past the offense and Aiden O'Connell playing quarterback. I love watching Max Crosby play uh that 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 edge position. Hmm. But uh that's how Will Anderson got in. And I, I thought you know maybe John Renard contract year balled out 12 and a half hmm. sacks at one point he was a top five sack getter in the NFL. I thought maybe he should have been named in. Uh but shout out to Gennard shout out to Will Anderson uh first of many like you said hmm. Cody that young man will continue to get better and continue to make waves and impact. And, and again, once he gets to the level that John Grenard got to with adding sack, I'm not sack moves, uh, pass rushing moves to his repertoire, he's going to be trouble. True, man. As of right now, he is. And I say right now because whoever come out the AFC, rather the Ravens or the Chiefs, you know the quarterback not going to play, so it's only about, about a week later we'll be saying the same thing about CJ, CJ so we yeah. might as well get used to it. But as of right now, um, Will Anderson Jr. will join Laramie Tunsil um, as the two t- players representing the testing Texans, but look, it's going to be three because we already know where this is about to head because number oh, seven yeah. will be there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank y'all for listening to the Locked on Texan podcast this Thursday. Uh, be sure to subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube wherever you get your podcast. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12 and follow the page on Twitter at Locked On Texans uh, on Twitter as well. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, it's Cody Seal, T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.